You've just tuned into Beyond Your Past, part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Welcome back to Beyond Your Past. I'm your host, Matt Pappas, certified life coach specializing in overcoming anxiety and trauma recovery. And this podcast is all about helping you move forward from what holds you back. Each week, you'll hear from coaches, clinicians, and advocates who've overcome tremendous odds and are now using their journey to inspire you throughout yours. This is your place to feel validated and encouraged as you take your life back and live free from your past. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Beyond Your Past. My name is Matt. Super glad you're back here with me today for another episode of the show. So today we're going to do something a little bit different, uh, something I do from time to time and something I actually did all the time back when the podcast first started. If you're a regular listener, you know that normally I bring on guests, uh, clinicians, coaches, advocates, authors, anyone who has a story to share, who wants to inspire others, people who have dedicated their lives to encouraging others to live free from their past and to move forward from what holds them back. There. See what I did there? That was pretty cool, right? But seriously, though, today we are going to do something that um, I haven't done in quite a while, and that is actually just talk to you guys. Uh, Back in the original episodes, back when this was called Surviving My Podcast, it was me here telling my story about my daily life, my struggles, living with anxiety, dissociation, PTSD, learning to be a survivor, and just sharing with you guys. And so we're going to do that a little bit more today, but around the area of a recent conference that I was at. So I wanted to take a few minutes and just give you guys the 411 on the Healthy Voices conference that I had attended uh, in April of this year, April of 2018. I honestly didn't know what to expect when I got invited and when I was on my way there, but I was really hoping it was going to be something life-changing and something amazing. So again, it was Healthy Voices, that's health, the letter E, Voices, and you can find out more information at healthyvoices.com. Uh, they have all the information about the conference this year, the speakers, the agenda, the um, location, all that good stuff. So definitely check that out. And I originally got the invite uh, through Jansen, and I believe it was partly due to my being associated uh, with WeGo Health, who was one of the sponsors there. This podcast was a finalist for the 2017 WeGo Health Awards, which was just a super cool honor, and I'm so uh, grateful to everybody that nominated me and just really get so much out of this podcast. So in any event, I got the invite through email. I filled it out and then I honestly just forgot about it because I said, well, I'd love to go, but I'm not really going to get my hopes up, you know, that kind of thing. So I had I had filled out all, all the questions and sent in my information. And then, like I said, months went past and and then lo and behold, I got an email saying that I was accepted. And I and I just like immediately was just taken back. I was so excited. I'm like, oh, my God. And so I did some more research on the Healthy Voices Conference. I looked at some of the information from the past years. And the more I read about it, the more I got excited. Uh, It's sponsored by Janssen Pharmaceuticals, which is a division of Johnson & Johnson. And uh, I will say a a quick disclaimer that Janssen did pay for my travel. And so all my opinions are my own. Uh, If you followed my timeline at all over the weekend of the conference, you would see that not only myself, but um, all of us were tweeting out that disclaimer just to kind of make the lawyers happy and get all the legalities out of the way and kind of cover everybody's butt, so to speak. So it's all good. Um, But in any event, so yeah, I got the invite and I just became super excited. The more I 
I researched it. I saw the speakers from last year. I saw what the event was like. I started looking for pictures, and I was just getting more and more stoked to get, to have the honor to go and represent advocacy for mental health and specifically anxiety and trauma recovery. So, and so fast forward, of course, to the day before. Um, <clears throat> I'll give you just a little bit of a, a fun little side story here. I was getting ready, packing my bags and and things uh, to go to the airport. And I had packed my bag that I was going to check, and then I had a carry-on and my laptop bag. So my checked bags were were already full, and I still wanted to bring along some snacks, you know, some goldfish crackers, some graham crackers, uh, things like that. And so I'm like, you know what, I'll just throw them in my carry-on bag. It'll be no big deal. Yeah, big mistake there. If you're someone who travels, you probably know what what happens next. And if you're not somebody who travels very often, uh, you'll find out here. And I think it's something that I probably knew and just forgot or didn't really think about. So, so we get to the airport after my daughter drops me off, and I go up to the counter and I put my uh, checked bag in, and you know it's all good, no worries. And then I head over to security, and of course I have my laptop bag and my a small carry-on, which has the goldfish crackers and the and the graham crackers, along with the last-minute addition of some powder, some foot powder. And I I left the house and almost forgot it, so I just thought I'll throw it in my carry-on real quick, no big deal. So so I get to security and I'm taking off my shoes, I'm taking off my belt. I walk through the little security booth there where they scan you, and everything came out clean and good to go. And so then I'm standing at the other side waiting for my bags to come through and nothing's coming through. Nothing. Not my laptop bag, not this carry-on, not my shoes, not my belt. So after about a minute or two, I see these two TSA agents carrying all my stuff. And I'm like, oh, crap. And it didn't even dawn on me that I was carrying things that you really weren't supposed to. And yes, there are signs there. And I did take out the goldfish crackers and the graham crackers. And, and put them in a bin. But what I forgot was that unless they're in clear plastic bags, when, you're, when your stuff goes through the scanner, it can't see through a foil-lined goldfish bag, and it can't see through a graham cracker container. So I've got these TSA agents asking me, so do you have any food in here, any kind of powder or liquids? And I'm like, yeah, you know, there, there's my food, my snacks, and I do have um, some powder in there. And they went, oh. And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. So... I've got these two TSA agents there going through my stuff. They're running tests on my foot powder to make sure that it's not a chemical. They're actually scanning my goldfish crackers. And I I mean like testing a goldfish cracker and a graham cracker to make sure that it's okay. And I'm just like, you know what? If that's the worst that happens here, I'll be okay. I know they're just trying to keep everybody safe. So I didn't throw a fit or anything. I was more just upset at myself like, well, duh, Matt. You know, the signs right there says put put everything in, you know, clear plastic bags. And so note to self, if you travel um, and you want to bring some food on your carry-on, put it in a clear plastic bag. Or just don't bring it at all or put it in a checked bag. But save yourself some hassle. So that's my little story there. So for somebody who deals with anxiety, dealing or, you know, going through the uh, TSA screening process at airport security is never fun to begin with. But then when you get singled out, it's even more of an it's even more of an anxiety rush and even the best laid plans for dealing with anxiety can sometimes just not work because life happens. So, you know, be kind to yourself and understand and prepare as much as you can and just 
understand that sometimes something like this happens and it's just part of life. So in any event, all that gets taken care of. I board the plane and everything was good on the flight other than the flight being pretty turbulence filled. So I was kind of nauseous throughout there, but that's just part of flying. So uh, landed okay in Chicago. And let me tell you, I had never been to O'Hare. And if you've never been there, holy crap, that airport is like a small city. Uh, it took me like a good 10 to 12 minutes at a pretty brisk walk to get from my gate where the plane had pulled up to to where baggage claim was. And then there's so many baggage claims, it took me another five minutes to find which one I was at. So obviously it's crowded, it's huge, it's crazy in there. So be calm, breathe, and just do your best to navigate it because it can be pretty overwhelming. So get down there to baggage claim, get my stuff, and I see some of the Healthy Voices event staff there holding up a sign, and there was a small group around them of other advocates who were gathering who had just gotten their bags. And we were making some introductions and arranging uh, transportation to the hotel from the airport. And uh, thank you so much again to to Jansen and to all the event staff for arranging that. It just really, really helped a lot. So in any event, we're standing there talking, just kind of waiting. And you've got advocates who are who some of which know each other from previous events because this was the fourth year for this conference, and others of us were brand new. And so the cool thing was, was even standing there in the hustle and bustle of the airport, I've got people coming up to me saying, hey, how you doing? You know, glad to be here. What do you advocate for? Immediately feeling like you were among friends and in a very safe place. People who get it, people who understood. Everybody was there with the same expectations of just being among people who just get what it means to be an advocate for whatever it is that you struggle with or you try and promote awareness about. So very, very cool initial feeling. And even just that little icebreaker there, which was pretty impromptu, it was just people talking, really helped me feel at ease because I admit I was nervous. Again, I'd never been here, didn't know what to expect. And so that immediately put me at ease. And then the card ride from the airport to the hotel, there were six of us in this vehicle. And we were just all talking about the conference and Chicago and you know, who we were and where we were from and, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And just everybody passing the time talking as if we had known each other forever. But most of us in that car didn't really know each other. I know two of the people in the car knew each other. I don't know about the rest. So it was a really neat experience. And to fast forward, get to the hotel, flying in on a Wednesday. Uh, the, the conference first event doesn't start till Thursday. So I was able to check into my room and go explore Chicago a little bit, which if you've never been to Chicago, it's a cool, cool city. I was able to walk around and head down to uh, Lake Michigan and, you know, look at the water and the boats and all the seagulls and just kind of really be mindful and take in everything around me. I didn't have my headphones in. I wasn't listening to music. I was just taking in the sights and the sounds of being in a place I had I had never seen before and just enjoying it and being fully present, being mindful of my emotions and my thoughts and really just enjoying life in the moment with no expectation, no judgment, no shame. Just here I am. Let's let's go explore. And um, so I was able to walk around the city for several hours, go down to the to the pier and look at the boats and stuff, as I said. And I was actually pretty proud of myself because being a survivor of Guillain-Barre syndrome, which if you don't know what that is, I did a podcast about it. So I'll link that in the show notes. But so being a, a survivor of GBS, um, one of the things is that oftentimes you can't walk for a very long time. You have to relearn how to walk again. 
as a result of having this disease. So, but I was grateful that I was able to walk around without too much um, trouble other than taking some breaks here and there. I was just super excited that I was able to get out and do some significant walking for the first time since I went into the hospital in early January. So that it just felt so great to be outside. It was a nice breezy day. It was like 60 degrees. So it was a super cool experience. Um, and then the rest of the day was just spent relaxing in the hotel, catching up on some emails and just waiting for others to arrive the next day. Um, so then Thursday comes along and we have one breakout session scheduled with Rhonda Waters, who was from the Johnson and Johnson Human Performance Institute. And we were talking about resiliency and it was really cool because it was a small session. There were about 20 of us along with Rhonda, uh, some staff from Janssen, and we were just all kind of sitting around there talking about what resiliency meant to us, how we cultivate it, how we use it in our advocacy work, how we define it. And so it was a good icebreaker session, too, because not only was Rhonda sharing about the science behind resiliency and the brain as it relates to resiliency, but also just everybody chiming in and sharing and talking and interacting and really just getting to know each other during the interactive parts and where we were able to create a storyboard using our imagination and some magazines and some glue sticks and some yarn and some markers and paper. And it was really cool that by the time we were done with the storyboard, it was just a really collaborative effort between all of us sharing what resiliency means to us. So I'll put a link to the picture that I took of that storyboard. It's really, really neat. So thank you to Rhonda for leading that. That was a really cool uh, interactive session and a great way to start. Um, And then the other thing I'll say about that first day on Thursday was after we were done, we were, they were, they were feeding us dinner and we were just kind of hanging out and I had grabbed my food and I was sitting at a table and checking my Twitter timeline and just kind of goofing around on my phone And I hadn't noticed that other people had started to fill in to other tables. And there were some people who were sitting alone, some that were sitting in groups. And so I was sitting there still trying to get my bearings and just kind of minding my own business and taking things in. And all of a sudden, uh, Katie from Jansen came over and sat down with me and just started talking to me. She, you know, she introduced herself and, hey, how you doing? How's the conference going? Did you like the breakout session? We're so glad you're here. And she just started chatting with me about not only my advocacy work and my coaching, but just getting to know me. And I thought that was super cool because a lot of times when you go to conferences, the event staff doesn't really interact so much, um, or there's only designated people that interact with the staff and everybody else is busy doing other things. and They don't really pay attention to you. But this was super cool because there was no disconnect between the attendees and the organizers and the staff. It's just everybody was there to learn and to share and to get as much out of the conference as possible. So I thought that was really neat. So thank you, Caitlin, for coming over and hanging out with me. So the rest of the weekend was just a lot more of the same. It was really just this this interactive atmosphere of being around 120 plus advocates. I think there was 122 total. And we were all there going to different breakout sessions, listening to keynote speakers, um, learning about ways that we can increase our online presence through, you know, obviously the the, uh, technology aspect of it. Uh, Twitter was there and YouTube was there sharing about building up your YouTube channel, sharing about how to increase your reach on Twitter. 
And so that was cool to see two gigantic, huge companies like that as sponsors of the uh, Healthy Voices Conference 2018. So that was really neat. Um, and then there were other breakout sessions and uh, with uh, Healthline and Health Central and We Go Health and WebMD and Wisdo and just so, so many cool things, so many great big companies who believe in the power of bringing advocates together to give us a platform to share and to give us more tools that we can use in our advocacy work to really help increase our reach and to and to encourage more people and to really give us a platform that we otherwise might not have on such a large scale. Think about a big pharmaceutical company. And you don't always think about them being someone who's going to listen to the quote unquote little guy. And when I say little guy, I'm not certainly minimizing any of us, but more of to have a company like Janssen sit there and be interested in what we have to say and put this together and sponsor it and give us all these tools and all this information and bring in speakers and and advocates and scientists and uh, people who, who know what it means to struggle not only with a chronic illness or chronic pain or um, a mental illness, but also someone who people who are using their talents and their skills to help advocates in their work. Um, so it's it's really just the symbiotic type of atmosphere where you feel at home and there's no judgment. Like nobody looks at you funny if you have to go take a break. Nobody judges you because you have a mental illness. Nobody is singled out for any reason at all. And it's just a really neat, safe place to be. And just, again, hats off to Jansen and everybody who helped organize this to really make this such a safe place. I mean, there were there were rooms where you could go to if you felt overwhelmed. And again, there was no judgment for that. Every morning they offered yoga and there was a separate room if you needed to go meditate or just relax and be quiet for a little while. There was a separate room where you could go and work on your social media or get tips about your website. And people who were available if you needed to just talk or cry or share. I mean, everybody just gets what it means to struggle with things in your life. And again, be it physical, be it emotional, of course, be it both. And I really appreciated for me personally, the quiet room. I went in there a couple of times throughout the weekend and just meditated and relaxed and just enjoyed the peace and quiet because... You know, there are a lot of conversations, a lot of people, a lot of things to do, and sometimes it gets overwhelming. And so having that that quiet area to meditate or to just relax and just kind of close your eyes for a minute, super, super helpful. Also, too, the even like the meals, the way that they prepared them for us and the rooms that we sat in to eat, I thought it was neat the way that it was organized because... You know, normally you go to an event, you grab your food and you just, you know, either go back to your room or you go out to eat or you sit at a table and kind of just really, really don't pay attention to anybody. But the most of the meals were organized as such that each time you sat at a different table with different people so you could talk to each other and make new friendships and learn about each other's struggles and just chat. And so I really like that idea. I mean, normally I'm not real keen on having an assigned seat for anything unless it's the movies. 
Um, but this was something where I really thought it was a great idea because so not only do you not feel alone when you're eating, but you've got so many friendly people who are just outgoing and interactive and they'll come up and say, hey, you know, can I sit with you? And and sure. And how are you doing? And well, how's the conference going so far? And oh, hey, what's your name? What do you advocate for? And so you're eating and you're enjoying conversation. You're swapping business cards. You're brainstorming about ideas. You've got staff there from Jansen who are coming around to the tables and asking if everything's okay, seeing if we need anything. And you know everybody's wearing uh, like a badge uh, with your name and your uh, social media handle and some other information. But the staff really takes it personally to to learn everybody's first name and to recognize you by your face and call you by your first name and and most everybody there is like that too all the attendees you know we get to know each other and when and when you see somebody at a breakout session or you see them in the evening after the day's events are done you say hey you know and how are you doing and how's your day going and you remember that person and you start to really just develop these friendships and things that we are going to keep with us long after the event is done. And so things like that all weekend with the keynote speakers, they were all very approachable, very personable. They all dealt with some of the same things that we all as advocates deal with in our own lives and try to raise awareness about. So it wasn't just, you know, John Q public speaker who has a big title behind their name coming up and sharing. It was people who struggle with the same things on a, on a daily basis and come from all different walks of life. I mean, you had Duff there, Karen Duffy, who was a former MTV VJ who has a huge presence and she struggles with chronic pain. And there was Kevin Hines, um, who, if you don't know who Kevin Hines is, just Google his name, the Kevin Hines story, and you'll see he's an incredible suicide prevention advocate, a really uh, uh, amazing speaker. And, you know, so you factor in people like that and then the representatives who were there from Healthline and Health Central and WeGo Health who take a genuine interest in our work. They want to know what they can do to help us further our reach and give us more tools and listen to our concerns. And I thought it was just really such a personable atmosphere considering how large this event was and how much planning it took to do it all and the amount of staff that was there to help everybody. It's just Jansen really did an amazing job pulling this together and making it an awesome event. And I've heard that this one was the best one yet. And then each year they keep getting better and better. So I'm really hoping and looking forward to, to coming back next year, hopefully um, and talking more about advocacy and kind of feeling a little bit more like a veteran uh, than a first timer there, but everybody made me feel welcome. It was just uh, such a great time. I walked away not only with a lot of new tools and insights about um, the tech side of my blog and social media, but really just the human interest awareness side of talking with people and learning how much you have in common with advocates of all different types of backgrounds. I mean, I never realized how much I had in common with a breast cancer survivor or an HIV advocate or someone who struggles with arthritis or psoriasis or blood disorders or testicular cancer. Um, Just amazing to talk to these people who have the same drive and passion as I do, as everybody else does, and we all just share and swap stories, and you understand that while you may not have the exact same struggle that they have, the feelings are all very similar. And the drive to raise awareness and to have our voice heard and to encourage others and to provide tools and information and a safe place for everybody to learn 
that you want to reach is just amazing. So I'll wrap this up because I've already talked a little bit longer than what I had uh, thought I was going to, but it was really just an incredible event. I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to go. And if you have the opportunity to check it out, please go and check out um, healthyvoices.com, health, the letter E, voices.com. Check out jansen.com for all the great work that they're doing. This this whole Healthy Voices movement is not just for a few days in the spring. It's a year-round type of thing where all the companies who were there are taking back this information and they're using it and are learning from it and they're improving the conference and they're and they're improving their tools and they take what we have to heart. It's not just us going there sharing a little bit and then everybody leaves. You know, I mean, the Healthline people were just incredible. I talked to them after their presentation and I got some great information about my blog and hopefully the opportunity to write for them and uh, the WebMD and the WeGo Health representatives who did their breakout sessions. They genuinely care about what we want and they had information specific to what we needed. And if we asked questions, they were happy to answer them and they were approachable afterwards. Just all these types of things. And one last thing I wanted to, to mention too, Sarah Snow was there. Um, as a representative for the Wisdo app, W-I-S-D-O. Just go on your phone's app store and, sh- and and search for Wisdo. But it was cool because she was there and, again, very approachable, very cool. And she was filming content, giving people the opportunity to share some about their advocacy work, their struggles, their thoughts on the conference that we could then link to our profile if we sign up um, on on the app. So thank you, Sarah, for the opportunity to share a bit about coaching, overcoming anxiety, trauma recovery, my thoughts on the conference as a first-time attendee. I thought it was really neat. Uh, the Wisdo app is a place where you can kind of find and connect people who have been where you are, people who struggle with the same things you do, where you can get a, find a listening ear, you can get advice and information from people who get it. So, so super cool. That was a great option also to be able to do that. And honestly, I could just go on and on about more things like that and um, just really, really grateful for what this conference meant. And as I was able to embrace all of the amazing people there, the atmosphere, I, I was able to come out of my shell a bit more. I was able to gain more confidence and I just met so many people and made so many contacts and really just left feeling encouraged and empowered and kind of had my gas tanks fueled back up again. Because when you struggle with chronic illness, chronic pain, mental illness, and then, then you throw on being an advocate as well and being a blogger or a podcaster or, you know, an event speaker or whatever it is that you do. The struggle is indeed real and it can be exhausting and it can be just tiring. And sometimes you get down and you feel like you're not doing enough. You wish you could do more, but then you come to an event like this and you just get fired up again. You get filled back up being around such an empowering atmosphere. So I was grateful and honored to be there. Thank you again, Jansen. Thank you to everybody that I met. I can't wait to get so many of you on the podcast in the future. And thank you for the opportunity that I'll have to be able to write for some of your blogs and really just keep these connections going until next year. So again, if you'd like to learn more, check out healthyvoices.com. Head over to the Healthy Voices 18 hashtag on Twitter. There's lots of great information and pictures and thoughts. And I'm definitely looking forward to next year. So I think we'll wrap this up. I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this 
podcast. I always appreciate your support. Please subscribe and leave a review. Send me your thoughts. You can hit me up on the contact form at beyondyourpast.com. I always love hearing from you. If you'd like to be a guest, I am always on the lookout for guests to have on the show. So by all means, let me know. I'd love to bring you on and help share your story. So until then, until next time, catch y'all soon and be safe. Thanks for listening to Beyond Your Past part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Information shared on this podcast should not be considered as a substitute for professional medical help or mental health counseling. If you've ever considered working with a certified coach, or if you simply have questions about how working with a coach can benefit you, just head on over to beyondyourpast.com for more information and to schedule your free introductory session. We'll work together to figure out what's holding you back so that you can realize your full potential and discover the authentic you. Remember, you are worth it. Achieving your goals and waking up each day knowing that you can handle what's coming and thrive is something that everyone deserves. So take that first step and contact me today and let's do this. Talk to you soon.